Welcome. Oh, you're back. I'm so excited. I'm back in biz, baby. I'm, I'm Jen. Back. I'm Jen. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. You are. I've missed you. <laughs> I missed you too. I actually, so I was in LA last week for most of the week. And I know you recorded, you know, with um, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, but How'd I, we do? And you did great. I listened to it this weekend. I, got, I You know, we get a little sneak preview. Like, Jen and I listened before you put up the pot, obviously. obviously. But I was very, like, oh. I was like, and I was in my apartment. I was like, good question. Like, Because <laughs> I, I was completely out of the loop with that. But I wanted to call you from L.A. because I missed you. But I felt like I would annoy you. Isn't that terrible? It's funny because... We are friends and we see each other so often, but then we don't get to catch up. But then literally just four days without you. And I was like, where's Jeff? It was weird. I was like, I and I was on like vacation technically, but I was staying with my friend Erin and I was on her couch. She's like, you shouldn't be doing any work. I'm like, I'm fine. It's cool. And I was like loving doing fat mascara work. It's and like work. Can, it's fun. Yeah, I was like, it, yeah, it's, it's a business, but like it doesn't feel like work. And yeah, I don't know. I, I also we're in this time right now where like people don't call each other as much. I'm like, what if I call her? And she's like, I would what? be like, what's wrong? Are you OK? Yeah. How's the baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I thought the interview was great. I thought he was really fun. Yeah. Also, you came back all like pregnant. Hi. I'm really big. No, no I'm not really big. I'm, but I'm bigger. I feel like we can almost get you a seat on the subway now. Almost. Oh, you got to arch your back quite a bit, though, huh? <laughs> How are I, you feeling? Um, in total honesty, and also I, this is a good time for me to thank all of the listeners. I haven't had time to thank you all individually, but after I broke the news mm-hmm. <laughs> about um my pregnancy a few weeks ago and expressed that I had some some anxieties and some insecurities, I got so much feedback through dm through um info at fat mascara through my personal instagram and i was really touched and it feels nice to have that support and like people who are like yeah like preach i felt like crap too so anyway you asked how i was feeling still kind of the same i want to say like i'm like i love myself and i feel so great like i don't i'm still (laughs) in a great not in a great place but the other thing on more practically speaking yeah is I feel like I can't speak that well. On the on the way over here, she was talking to me, and at one point I was like, "Did you was that English? Like you switched the two consonants on the front of a word?" And I was like, "What are you saying?" And you're like, "It's a pregnancy no, thing. It's real. Pregnancy brain is real." And my friend said, "It doesn't stop once the baby's out. Like you're like then you have mom brain." And I I'm kind of mourning my past sharp as a tack self. You still sound pretty sure. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but all my focus right now is going into work and uh, making this baby. So when I'm outside <laughs> of the office, I feel um, just like it all goes to shit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, it does. It does. So anyway, I'm so glad. The, yeah, back. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be fake with you guys, but I also don't want to. No, I'm sure there's some mommy podcasts yeah. out there where they're like, yay, well, motherhood's wonderful. There's a lot of no, that. Fat mascara is the real real. Yeah. Come on. It's 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 hard. So uh, speaking of the real real, we have some topics to talk about. I was about. like, oh, are we s- going shopping? What are we selling? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Use code mascara. No, I don't think they're a sponsor anymore. <laughs> um, the first topic we're talking about is actually really important, and um, it's bullying in the beauty industry. I So when I was away, I was thinking I want to talk about lots of things and I had like a mental running list and this was one of them and we had a lot of listeners asking us to like weigh in on this it's topic all so anyone's we, talking about we will and then I met with a cool company and I learned something about vegan cosmetics I want to share with you too okay tell and, us about our interview and then our guest you know we we really don't do maybe you guys have noticed in over three and a half years we don't do a lot of repeat guests but some are worth bringing back in the studio 
Elizabeth Hurley, who we know is my personal girl crush, like one <laughs> of my all times. If this is not about me, this but Elizabeth Hurley is an ambassador for the Estee Lauder Company's breast cancer campaign, which you know it's they started the pink ribbon. They yes, and so it's much. October and it's Breast Cancer Awareness. It's month. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We feel it's so important to get this message out, and Elizabeth is absolutely delightful. So do yourself a favor, do the you know your friends and family a favor, have a listen. Also, and- just so you know. Elizabeth has a very busy schedule, so she could only do this when Jess was available. So you were the only one interviewing her. Yes. So two weeks in a row, we have a single interview, but it's a, this is a good one, but an important one. We, we are still together, Jen and I. Don't you worry. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled duo interview next week. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on AlloMoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. There has not been 
a rumbling in the beauty industry like this in a million years. What you talking about? I'm talking about Estee Laundry, which is, I think they kind of like see themselves as the watchdog of the beauty industry, you mm-hmm. know, and, and they're a collective of unknown beauty folks. Yes. Um, they have an Instagram, so go check it out right now if you don't know what I'm talking about. Estee Laundry. And they, I would say a couple weeks ago, started this thread or started posting things about bullying in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And si- since then, it's honestly, it's snowballed. They have a highlight reel on their Instagram where you can't even see the dots anymore, like that show like how many stories The little they dashes have. at the top, The yeah. little dashes, like you can't even see them because there's so many. So basically, they put a call out, if I'm getting this right, um, there's some bullying in the beauty industry or maybe it was pro- provoked by people saying they've been bullied. You know, what are we going to do about this? Share us your stories. And there's been so many people, of course, all like un- they, you say anonymous, please. And they're mm-hmm. cool enough to respect that. And it says, like, I worked at enter any brand you've mm-hmm. ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Open your makeup bag, open your skincare cabinet, whatever. They're all there almost. Saying that I got bullied in the I, workplace. I, I bu- yes, I was bullied in the, yeah, not online bullied. Like I work at such and such company and I've been bullied to smithereens. Yeah. Did you see this? I should ask. I, of course I saw it. And not only did I see it, so many people DM'd and screen grabbed it to us and was like, we want you to weigh in. We want you to weigh in. As you know, both Jess and I have worked, yes, in magazines, but also for also beauty for brands. brands. Like I worked for Sephora, Douglas, who else have done consulting. I worked, worked for, for Space and K. Bobby um, Brown. And Bobby Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of these are brands that were named in the bullying thing. And at first I was like, I don't think I've ever been bullied. And then I was like, does that mean I'm a bully? But no. And then I talked to someone else and they were like, what about your first job? And I used to like end my day in tears or in the bathroom stall in tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't call it bullying. I don't know. What's your take on so, it? So I think when I think of bullying, you know, I, I've been I, I have been bullied in the way where, you know, emails that are I, I don't know if this is bullying. And, I, and I'm just reading what you're saying, but I'm just like talking freely right now. I have felt at a job like I was persona non grata, you know, whether and and not known why, you know, and sometimes I think it was either a fit, like I wasn't a fit for that. And I don't mean like I was discriminated against because of gender, ethnicity, you Mm -hmm. know, income or anything like that. Just not quite the right fit. And then I've also felt attacked by a person where it's like, you know, 10 emails in a row. Where is this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like they know what they're doing and they're trying to make you feel like crap. Um, and I, I think I was doing my job, mm-hmm. but I, what's hard for me is I don't kind of swipe the whole company with that brush, but I, listen, you, if you guys want a, some party line from me, this is going to be hard for me because this is a, yeah. this is a complex topic. But when I felt that I was being bullied by that, that thing with the incessant emails and those mm-hmm. making you feel like crap. And that kind of excluding you almost like mean girl, seventh grade style. Mm-hmm. I did say something to somebody in power and they basically told me, please close the door on your way out. So I wasn't heard. The one thing I like about this Estee Laundry moment mm-hmm. is that it's making some brands, I hope, whether or not they really do have a problem, just have like a gut check moment and think, what is our culture like? What do we stand for? But I don't think that every case is equal. Yeah. 
I, it's like what? Or is, I don't know. You could have yeah. two people who ha- were treated the same way by a beauty brand. Let's just say it's like Elf Cosmetics. They both had mm-hmm. the same experience there. One comes away being like, I was bullied. Another one was like, it was my job. I, yeah, I was I, doing my job, my, and my boss was like tough, but it was my job. Yeah, my favorite job in my in the whole world. One of my close friends also worked there, and he like has, <laughs> I'm, I don't mean legit PTSD, but like yeah. he is like shivers. He can't even look at the magazine. Where for me, I'm like that was like the best. You know, I, I if I go go back to that job, I would. So, um, I mean, back at that time, right? Um, the thing I'll say that I think this is unique to the beauty industry is that there is a branding or a culture to a lot of beauty jobs so for example like if you go to an back in the day if you went to an Estee Lauder event you could pick out an Estee Lauder employee from like a lineup they all had like a look there was a it wasn't an ethnicity or anything but it was a style that like if you didn't fit in you didn't fit in or NARS I was always like those are the NARS girls because they're always in like Like the artsy black thing really cool outfits great makeup yeah and I think that these brands obviously hire people that they think represent their brand quote-unquote values and some of the brands are more elitist and that might actually be a bad thing for their company culture you know what I mean I think brands need to be conscious of having you know multiple opinions a diverse culture I think this is all stuff that you know should be price of entry today yeah but what I'm freaked out about is like all of you know what if someone thought they I don't think I'm a bully and hopefully (sighs) if you've ever worked for me you don't think I'm a bully but like it's scary when someone says something about you and it's out into the universe and I just think you don't even know. And this it, is, I, I pro- I'm approaching this as a journalist, like, yeah. which is cool. Like, oh, my God, this company's mentioned 45 times. Sounds like where there's smoke, there's fire. But like, I want to hear more. And obviously, it, you're only hearing well, one side of the story. And here's the thing about Espe Laundry. As much as I appreciate what they're doing, they bring these things to the forefront and put them out there, but they don't weigh in and they don't have um, an editorializing or they don't give it context. They literally wipe their hands of it. They're like, who's getting bullied? What do you think? Laundrites or what do they call them? Laundrites. And yeah. then anybody is welcome to say what they think, but there's no fact checking process of like one person says they were bullied and you, you're not going to go and check with their boss if they actually were bullied. So like, you know, there there's like a lack of journalistic integrity while I think it's important for user generated content to get out there. Yeah. I do also think we have to take some of them with a grain of salt. I think, yeah, I, I'm just kind of looking at it and I'm like, wow, like this is I don't I don't deny that the, the person who wrote that who took the time felt that way. That's not good. And I do think that where there's smoke, there's fire. But I also I, I don't feel comfortable going around and saying, well, you know, that's a terrible place to work because four people said it. Right. You know, I think you we have to kind of take it case by case. And unfortunately, we're only hearing one side of the story with this. The other thing that I was thinking about when you mentioned, like, you know, you'd go to events and you see this is the type of person who works here. This is the type of person who works there. Um, I read this article a while ago, and I'm, I'm so sorry I won't be able to like, post it because I don't remember. I think it was the Times, but it was a long time ago. But they talked about the unspoken rule or you know practice in hiring where we all know we need to be you know diverse racially, um, gender-wise. I mean, hopefully companies are realizing that. But there is this catch-all of fit. Oh, you want the right fit. And that might be one of your buddies from Harvard or it might be like a girl from your sorority or and that I think it's like it's code for like, actually, no, we're being discriminatory, but we're just saying you're not the right. fit. Right. But you can. That's a that's a that's a net. It's she's she he's not the right fit, you know. Right. Um, And I've been not the right fit before. And it felt I felt excluded. I felt shitty about myself. I felt blah, blah, blah. 
I don't know if I was bullied. It just wasn't working. But a lot yeah. of the stuff also that they're talking about on the Estee Laundry thing is like this person told me like really actionable, like horrible things too. Sure. Um, the other thing that, you know, I don't believe this is very specific to beauty. Like, you know, I've really only worked in beauty, but go work at like Goldman Sachs. Go work at like, <laughs> you know, the police department or, or you know, or like a hospital. Cause, yeah, I, Nurses I are mean sometimes. <laughs> and Estee Laundry has the right to talk, report about what they're yeah, you know, their, their, their industry. Is. But I don't think that it's that specific to beauty. But I do think that when you have a brand that is very much led by a founder, mm-hmm. like there are a lot of founder brands on, on yes. the thing. Yes. It is, you know, and the even woman's like, name is the name of the company right. or the man's name is the name of and the company. We've, yeah. we've seen this in, in magazines, you know, the editor in chief, the kind of cult of personality. It's their way or the highway. Yeah. So if this person wants to be, you know, a kook, guess what? It's going to be a kooky they, company. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's cool, but then HR doesn't even have the balls to No, fly because in the face. without that person, there is no company. Exactly. So I that's think a good point. the fa- the It's so beauty actually it might be more prevalent because there are so many founder-led, founder-focused companies. Yeah, and with a bunch uh, of yes men who don't want to lose their job. Also, beauty, fashion, I'm not like I don't think I'm blowing the lid off of anything. There are a lot of people in beauty and fashion who in the corporate in the side corporate, of it, the, not in the retail. So, yeah, yeah, the corporate in the corp. Thank you. That's an excellent clarification. Um, and not in the cosmetology side of it. Yeah, service side. In the like, you know, gla- branding, marketing, um, yeah, PR, quote unquote, glamour industries. Yes, who maybe aren't like gagging for that paycheck. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a very privileged community. So you already. can kind of throw your, you know, like it, I don't know. I'm kind of falling into this. There's a bunch of bitches in the beauty industry. I, I, I've, I've seen. There's a lot of people who aren't sweating so hard about being having that paycheck come the next day, yeah. or like they need yeah. this job. They're white knuckling it at their desk. Yeah. And I do think that those two things go hand in hand. That's I'm not saying, guys, if you're working in the beauty industry, please don't tell me that. Like, oh my god, like this, this was not given to me. I know, I know. I'm not saying everyone. Yeah. I, you know, nothing was right. given to me. But. I've noticed it's a, a self-selecting group, yeah. And exactly. Yeah. Well, can I just say this to end on this? Note? I know I've been talking so no. much. Fat mascara will always be a happy place to work, no matter <laughs> what. And now I want all our former interns. Intern Luca, what do you think? So far, do you feel bullied? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's She's enough. So scared that's, in yeah. the corner. <laughs> no, stop talking, you Luca. Can, you can go now. Thank you. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want whoever works with us, and please let us know if our ever our copy on our website or our Instagram, or you just feel bullied. We don't want to be that kind of place. Yeah, no. I, I love that. Fat mascara, all love. So while you were busy in L.A. having fun with all your friends, <laughs> I was doing the good Lord's work back in New York, <laughs> meeting with all the beauty companies, as we do. So I had a really cool meeting where I learned something. Is this a huge topic? No, but I felt like you'd be really interested. Okay, Because it me. talks about vegan makeup. So I met with uh, Janice Trezino, who does product development for Scentbird and Deck of Scarlet. Deck of Scarlet does like one-off palettes and some products here and there. It's really, it's like, do you know this brand? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the, my favorite thing about their palette, by the way, is that the powder part and the cream part, the lid splits separately 
Because think about it. When you dust in the powders, then they oh, get into the yes. cream products. So they have a split <laughs> lid. I was like, Lucas Je- feeling it. Yeah. Janice Trezino. Well done. <laughs> but she shared with me something interesting that I thought I would share with you guys. Please. That is, um, now that a lot of brands are going vegan, you're going to stop seeing eyeshadow used as the terminology for the powdered color stuff that you put on your eyes. Why? So the reasoning she told me was because when you go vegan, you have to get rid of, there's a bunch of colors that have an animal the the one with the sea cochlear Car- Car- thank Car- you Marley. the beetle crush beetle yeah, remember like rosemary swift like reformulated her she doesn't want to use that yeah she's vegan so any shadow that would have a reddish color in it they've reformulated so instead of using the animal oh, sorry it was kat von d just correcting myself no very yes. good okay so instead of using that animal byproduct they're using lakes you can google lakes it's a synthetic colorant that makes some of those colors that you can't get without anything else the thing is they stain quite a bit. So there's guidelines that they're not meant to be used in eyeshadows, not because they're dangerous or anything like that, but because they will stain the skin. So you wouldn't want that on your eyelids, right. but it would be okay on your lips, for example. Right. So now that they're using these lakes instead of the animal byproducts, they have to change the name. They can't say eyeshadow. Because they can't say, you put this on your eyes. Right. Okay, so it's kind of like, it's up to you where you want to put it. Let's be honest. And this has been a trend in general. So she, oh, she said, by the way, that you're going to see a lot of things called color pigment. Which I've already started seeing. Is it creamy or can it be powdery? Either. Okay. But I've already, but mostly powder, I think, for the it's just eye the, products. It's just the fact that the word eye is taken out Exactly. Of it. So they're calling them color pigments. And I was like, well, don't people, like, I always put lipstick on as blush. I think I've even put lip, I might have put a lip product on my eyes before. I've never differentiated. Um, and she said, well, just wait, it's going to be even more so. And it, so it's n- not just a trend. You might think it's a trend because of, oh, we're all using our colors however we want experimentally. So they're just calling it pigment mm-hmm. for that reason. No, there's actually the science reason behind it, which I think is cool, which is that now that they have these vegan lakes ingredients in them, they can't call them eyeshadows. Okay. Isn't that interesting? That is really interesting. It's very, it's very like businessy and I like it. Um, but I also think it's cool that, you know, whether or not you're vegan or not, or like one is vegan, mm-hmm. I think it's cool how like the pro- proliferation and demand for vegan cosmetics. Oh, I, and she made it like a non-starter. She was like, I mean, every brand's going to be doing this because so many now that they can get that vegan yeah. or the bunny. Um, the leaping bunny. Certification. And when big guys like CoverGirl do it and Kat Von D do it, whatever, like you can't not. Yeah. I love that it's calling like I do. Th- <laughs> I believe it was Barack Obama who said that yes. <laughs> change is incremental. You know, like I don't know if I'm quoting him directly, but like change is incremental. Yeah, you know, people. I'm not vegan. I'm vegetarian, but like, you know, if I'm like, oh, I got this like vegan meal, or whatever. People like are like, are you vegan? Like I like kicked a baby. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so, like they're so like kind of aghast. Not and any, yeah, not it's like uncool. Anymore. I love that the word vegan is just coming out there more, and that's the expectation for a lot. I think hopefully, slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah, slowly, you don't slowly. feel like that anymore, do you? When you no, tell no, vegetarian, no, vegetarian people it depends on the person, but Got it. It, it's like more unusual certain other places. But like, even like vegan in beauty, it's a it's a good word. It's not a good a, word, I but I think saying. it's going to trickle into like a bigger area where like it's cool to be vegan. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and if you don't want to do it, that's fine. But like. It's kind of taking away the kind of, wow, that person's a whack job stigma. You know? Yeah, it absolutely is. And now you can have red stained eyelids because of it. All right, bring it. Fall, <laughs> fall 2020. Fall 2019. What day is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Hyacera Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Aloe Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Aloe Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Moves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alamoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alamoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus... They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. 
Honey Love's Super Power Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. We are so lucky to have Elizabeth Hurley back in the studio. She was with us in June. We had a little beauty gab sesh. But today I really wanted to get more in depth about her work as the global ambassador for the Estee Lauder Company's breast cancer campaign. So Elizabeth is you know, an actor, a model, a swimmer designer, a farmer. You can go back to our June episode and listen if you want to hear more about that. And of course, a mom. And she's the Estee Lauder spokesperson since 1995, has embodied Evelyn H. Lauder's passion for speaking openly about breast health, which we are going to do right now. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me back. I felt like I was like doing like a radio announcer thing. (laughs) You've done so much and you hit so many different areas of, you know, the culture, but I had to get it all in. But I want to focus today on uh, breast cancer since it is October. So can you just give us a little bit of of an overview about what the campaign is? Breast cancer campaign? Of course. Well, the breast cancer campaign was started by Evelyn Lauder just over 25 years ago. And it was because she realized that so many women around the world were affected by breast cancer. So many women were dying of breast cancer. And she said, not enough people are doing enough about it or talking about it. And so that's really why she started it. She started the Breast Cancer Research Foundation to fund research scientists to find a cure and to improve treatments, to improve prevention, and to give us more information about Mm -hmm. breast cancer. And she formed the awareness campaign with the Estee Lauder companies. Um, to raise awareness and also to raise money. Yeah, you guys have raised a ton of money, right? You know, to date, the Estee Lauder Company's breast cancer campaign has raised $79 million, of which $65 million has been donated to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. They fund scientists all over the world, and they've been part of every single major breakthrough in breast cancer treatment mm-hmm. and diagnosis. So it's a wonderful, wonderful set of people that I've become involved with. And over the years, you know, it's just become part of my life. So you go all around the world. Like, you know, you came to New York to, you know, obviously you met with editors. We're so lucky to have you on Fat Mascara. But are you doing work with um, the campaign, like meeting doctors and things like that? Always. Yeah. Meeting the research scientists is a year round thing. I meet them whenever I can. I've met some in England. I'll be meeting some in California. I've met many in New York. Um, wherever I go somewhere where we support a research scientist, I try and talk to them to see mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, so Breast Cancer Awareness Month is, as you know, always October. Yeah. And that's when we really concentrate what we're doing. And that's when we really put out our key messaging. But we're working all around all year because right, breast right. cancer, not just October. sadly, women, well, you know, as it happens, women are diagnosed every 15 seconds in the world, a woman's diagnosed with breast cancer. And even though there have been enormous improvements in treatments, so much more is known but still one in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime. So it's still something which still needs a huge amount of attention and a great deal of fundraising because if enough funds are raised, the researchers will break through. We know that. I know that you're not um, you know, a, a scientist. You spend so much time with them. So you know, I'm not sure if you're able to answer this question, but what kind of strides have you seen medically 
since you started? Because you're, and you don't need to be like super well, technical, on you a, know. On a, on a layman's level, yeah. Um, they know so much more about breast cancer today than they did 25 years ago. 25 years ago, it was called breast cancer. Now they know there's so many different types of breast cancer. Mm. Back then, tumors would all have been treated pretty much with the same drugs. Now, because they know that different tumors respond to different drug regimes, treatments are targeted at the particular cancer that a woman has. Therefore, um, you know, it, it can be a kinder treatment in some ways because you're not getting drugs which won't necessarily be helping your tumor. That's a big breakthrough. And yeah, that would be a lot of wasted time and expense if you well, know, I guess it would and unnecessarily unnecessary yep. pain. So yeah. they've just learned so much more about the different types of breast cancer. And I think also because of the awareness campaign, um, women know much so much more about checking their own breasts. They've been educated so much more about having mammograms over the age of forty, and just being familiar with their breasts, so that if they find a change, they'll go to their doctor. And therefore, if there is something wrong, it's going to be found sooner. Because still, you know, early detection is, of course, still what saves lives. So, you know, part of our messaging has always been for women to be familiar with their breasts, to check their breasts monthly, and to go and ask if they think there's something could be wrong or if they feel a change. It's funny that you said, like, you know, for women to be familiar with their breasts and, um, you know, give themselves give themselves a self-exam. I didn't even like really hear about that until I was in college, you know, like that I should be. And I know that, you know, I was younger. It's not like... I was 45 and I should be getting a mammogram every year. But I think what's interesting is like even from when I was in school to now, I feel like girls have so much more agency and interest in their own bodies. I think so. I was saying when um, I was speaking to some of the beauty editors earlier, it's the media has been incredibly useful for this sort of campaign because, you know, when we started, there there wasn't any media coverage about breast cancer. But now, you know, the women's magazines are so good at encouraging women to look after their bodies, encouraging women to check their breasts and, you know, other parts of their anatomy too. But um, I think there's so much more information available to women now than there was mm. when I was a teen, where certainly nobody told me to check my breasts. I wouldn't have known what they were talking about if they <laughs> yeah. told me to. Totally. But now, and you know, as mothers, we have responsibilities to our daughters to tell them about checking their breasts. Um, we have to remind our mothers, our grandmothers, and we have to remind all our friends over 40 to get mammograms. Very important. Yeah. Uh, the, the mammogram thing, I'm still surprised a lot of people don't get after 40, like once they hit 40. Doctors yeah. recommend we do. Yeah, certainly. So uh, what have you, you know, you've done all these, like, you've raised all this money, you go around the world. Um, I think a lot of us, and we can put pics of this on the website, it's very cool, but like Lauder will light up some of the biggest world, the biggest like um, world attractions in pink. That's, what are you doing when you, like, do you well, go to these things? Yeah, of course. I've been to many, many, many of those lightings. It was an idea that we had years and years and years ago. This was still when breast cancer wasn't really being talked about at the very beginning, which is when Evelyn started her campaign because women were dying and no one was mm. talking about it. So way back then when she only just invented the pink ribbon. Um, and oh, we now, have to go back to that, the, that she well, invented the well, pink ribbon. She did. She co-invented the pink ribbon in 1992. Um, and she was inspired by the AIDS activists who had a red ribbon that they mm -hmm. put as the symbol for AIDS. And she said, no one's doing anything for women and came up with this pink ribbon idea. And I think for younger women now, probably anyone under 30, they don't remember a world without the pink ribbon. They don't remember when there wasn't an October, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month because it, it's just part of their life, but it wasn't part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't exist. Um, and so as part of that very early movement, we wanted to go 
all around the world and light all these beautiful global buildings pink, just again to say, women, breast cancer, talk about it, do something <laughs> about it. So, yeah. you know, we'd like the London Eye, the Empire State Building, the Eiffel Tower, the Sydney Opera House, that was Big gorgeous. Ben. We've lit pretty much every big global building there is. So and fabulous. Evelyn and I lit a lot of them ourselves. In fact, we got into the Guinness Book of Records. I can't remember which year it was, maybe <laughs> six years ago, for lighting the most global buildings pink for a cause within a 24-hour period. We lit a lot. So it's always been something which was really important. Every year now, we still light the Empire State Building mm-hmm. pink. And around the world, other Estee Lauder companies will do um, various buildings pink in China, in Hong Kong, everywhere. It is great that you guys got that cultural conversation going because it wasn't really there before. I mean, I, I'm old enough to know, like, I remember when the pink ribbon came out and started seeing that, but it really wasn't that discussed. And when you talk about, um, you know, just kind of normalizing, getting rid of that taboo, people detecting their, you know, problems earlier, it seems like detecting it earlier is like the best, the best thing that can possibly happen. And you mentioned when I saw you back in June that the doctors you were working with, they were actually seeing evidence of people detecting it earlier, right? Well, I was told by some of the research scientists, actually um, two guys that work at the Royal Marsden Hospital in London, they were saying that 25 years ago, they used to see a lot of big tumors, late stage tumors in women. But they said nowadays, it's much, much more rare for someone to come to them with a larger tumor because it's been detected earlier. Wow. Uh, So it's so great that a lot of people are detecting their you know, finding you know, a lump yeah, themselves. Finding maybe. a lump, yeah, s- s- sooner. And by the way, do we know what age people sh- should start doing that? Puberty, wow. when their periods start. Wow. Okay. Um, once people, so if some people are are finding them earlier, but I understand that it's not across the board. Like some people are still not really comfortable with the breast exam. Is that, or just knowing that they should be doing that? Is just that a lack of education? Is it cultural? What do you think? I think for some people, there's always a fear. There's a fear to find something, mm-hmm. so it's a bit head in the sand. Mm-hmm. But I think when people know that if a tumor is found early and it hasn't spread, there's a 90% chance of a survival, you realize wow. that it, that's why it's so important. Because mm-hmm. if you're checking your breasts every month and noting changes, when you're old enough, if you're getting mammograms, I think it means that if something's found, by definition, it's probably going to be early. Yeah, because you're checking continually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason I think they say for young girls to start checking their breasts at puberty is that that's when you start to feel changes in your breasts. You have to get to know your breasts because they're all different. You know, some people have denser breasts. Some people have nodules, different things. You need to know your breasts. Yeah. And apparently they, they fluctuate throughout the month, throughout the menstrual cycle. They can feel different. They can feel fuller. They can feel heavier. Totally. They can feel you know, harder. Very sore. They yeah. can feel sore. So I remember Evelyn telling me that you should check your breasts at the same time of month every month. Oh, that's smart. Just like so, mark it down your calendar. Yeah, the day after your period finishes or something, because that's when the hormonal changes should be relatively consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think the important thing is, is probably that a doctor teaches you how to do it for the first time or you watch a video, but yeah. a doctor would probably be better. And then, yeah, we just have to try and do it. So. When you go around the world and you talk to all of these people, what kind of, um, you know, you meet people like I would say, like, not like meet and greets, but, you know, you're meeting a lot of people who want to see you because of what you do um, with, with the campaign. What kind of uh, like stories are you hearing? Is there some, is there a consistent narrative? Well, or is it really- I mean, it's, it, 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 it's, it's quite tough, actually. I'd imagine it's a, it's a lot of emotion. It, it's very emotional. It's very emotional. It's very emotional. I've met, you know, thousands of women who've who are going through treatment um 
I've met thousands of family members who've gone through treatment with mm -hmm. their loved ones. I've met children who've, you know, who've lost their mums and lost their grandmothers and lost their sisters. It's it's tough. It's really tough. And, you know, I think what for me is sometimes some of the most uplifting moments is, well, actually one, one of them was very public. Um, I was doing a television interview in England and the the lady who was interviewing me said, um, I saw you on the television telling everyone to get a mammogram. I went and had one and I was diagnosed. Ugh. And I've had, you know, I've had surgery yeah. since yeah. then. And she told me that. And Evelyn used to always say, if we can persuade one person to get tested, to have a mammogram, that was a really good move to do. You know, one yeah. person at a time, one pink ribbon at a time. So I think when people say, I heard your messaging and I tried, it's it feels good. That's, yeah. that's what we're here for. Exactly. The work is getting out there. Yeah. Now, what about the... the the ribbon has this very interesting detail that I really just noticed a year or two ago. There's a little blue stone on the, on the ribbon. What is that about? Well, the blue stone is saying that men are affected by breast cancer too. They've always been infect affected in that they've lost their wives or daughters mm -hmm. or mothers to breast cancer. But we now also know that men can actually get breast cancer too. Is this a newer thing? Again, I know you're not a doctor, but... Well, I I didn't know. Yeah. When I started working for um, the Estee Lauder um, companies, I didn't know that men got breast cancer. Yeah. Um, but it must have been about 10 years ago now when I was at a signing. Evelyn and I used to do signings mm -hmm. in big department stores and we'd be selling um, product to raise money and for the fund. And you'd sign the box or something? We'd sign the box yeah. and people would, you know, buy the pink product. And Evelyn and I used to always say whenever there was a, a man in the line, we were, we were braced because we knew they were if they were a young man, they were probably going to tell us their mum had breast cancer or they'd lost their mum. And if they're an older man, it was probably going to be their wife. And a man was sure enough approaching, but when he got to the front of the line, he said, I have breast cancer. And it was a very um, difficult and moving moment because he was the first man I'd met who had breast cancer. Now, since mm -hmm. then, I've met quite a few. And one of one man was kind enough and, you know, open enough to be interviewed by us for one of the documentary films oh, wow. we made. And I sat down with one man in a hospice I was visiting last year in England and chatted to him about his breast cancer. And it is a, a really extraordinary thing. I mean, to be honest, when men are in the showers, they should probably check their breasts too. Yeah. And, and no matter what your size or anything like that, like all men? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot rarer in men than right. it is in England. And that's possibly because of the estrogen present in the body. But, you know, it it is being seen. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder why why that's happening. But I think it must be so hard, especially it's hard for anyone, but for a man, because there isn't that conversation no. about that. Not so at all. I think it's great that, you know, Estee Lauder Companies is acknowledging that this is something that's happening. Yeah. So what can someone do if you have if you have a friend, a relative, and they're suffering from breast cancer? What's the best thing you found, like anecdotally, because you've talked to so many people, what's the best thing we can do to support them? Well, I think it's important that if sometimes it can be accompanying them to their chemotherapy appointments, mm -hmm. to their doctor's appointments. Sometimes I think when people are being given news by a surgeon or by a doctor, they're in a panic and they don't take it in. It's always oh, nice to have yeah. someone with you. Yeah. Um, and another thing that people have said to us is that when they're going through treatment, they're tired, they're bone tired and weary. So there can just be little things you can do. You can do their grocery shopping. You can take their kids to the park. You can vacuum their houses. Mm -hmm. There's just normally something you can do to let somebody have a rest. And what about, you know, I like this idea. I heard someone say something about, you know, 
people are freaked out to get mammograms a lot. P.S. Like I got a mammogram when I was in my 20s because there was something weird going on with my with my breasts. So I know that they say over 40. You don't have to stand by this, Elizabeth, but I do think that if there's something going on, like don't be afraid to go. I'm glad I did. Absolutely, for sure. I mean, I think I think on the whole, the reason they, they use the word 40 is because the, bre- the breast tissue is fairly dense before 40. Oh, mine is really dense. It was always really dense. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. But they do say that if there's a genetic reason or a predisposition yeah. towards something, perhaps 30 is the age where you stop. But they can yeah. also do sonograms. They can do an MRI too. Yeah. It's, it's not all about scary, going to guys. the doctor. <laughs> it's not scary It really at is. All it does it hurt. It's slightly unpleasant for, yeah. what, 30 seconds? I face scarier things every day. <laughs> just like yeah, getting to work. It would be scarier to be told you had cancer <laughs> yeah, than yeah. to have a mammogram. Well put, well put. And uh, But uh, the thing I was I was bringing up with the mammogram is maybe like make an appointment with a friend like or go together or, Absolutely. You know, or just ask a friend for support. But yeah. please do not be scared of mammograms. And then fundraising, how can we support the breast cancer campaign? There is so many ways people can support. If they visit our website, which is um, elcompanies.com, you can backslash breast cancer campaign, you can find all sorts of information about what you can do to help. I mean, you know, fundraising is one of the most important things obviously anyone can do. And Mm -hmm. people should know it's not, you don't have to be wealthy and contribute massive amounts of money. $50 pays for one hour of research. Wow. So, you know, people can club together, they can donate what they can, and that's a fantastic thing can do. Also, the Esther Lauder companies, um, we have, I think... um, 16 uh, beautiful products that are coming into um, the shops in October. And if you buy them, a proportion of the retail goes straight into um, the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. So you can buy your favorite moisturizer, like Clinique's dramatically different moisturizer. I think I brought some um, in my bag. I'm you like, did? Scur- I'm scurrying for it. I'm scurrying. Well, I should have brought this out before. You know, there's a special advanced night repair in a beautiful pink bottle, which maybe you use anyway or you buy for your mother. And if you use that... Do you hear um, me rustling, everyone? I hear you rustling. Okay, you've got the really special thing. Oh, okay. Talk about it. Talk about it. These are our pink ribbon products. (laughs) It's not like I'm going through a garbage bag. You've got (laughs) this adorable uh, little pink pouch. And inside the pink pouch are three... Really beautiful pink lipsticks. They've all oh, got those in like gold. The pure color the ones. I don't know. They're, they're excellent colors. Those are but great. The advanced night repair. So it's the same. If you're buying it, you could buy it anyway. But if you buy it in October, it means a proportion of the money that you're spending goes into the fund. You can buy one of our beautiful enameled pins, which has got the little pink and the little blue jewel in it. There's some really beautiful things. And the dramatically clinic dramatically different moisturizer. Right? Yes, yeah, you like, can buy that. I always get, always, I'm like DD, because everyone says like DDML or whatever. Yes, dramatically different moisturizer. Which was the first moisturizer I saved up for when I was a teen. It was my first expensive bit of product I ever had. Gosh. So it's always very meaningful for me when I see dramatically different moisturizer. And in October, you can buy one of the special bottles, which has got a big pink ribbon on the side. Do you That's, remember going to buy that, that moisturizer? I remember. Yeah, of course I do, because it was really expensive. I had to keep checking. I had enough money in my purse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where did you buy it? It was like a department store? It's a department store in I London. I just like, I yeah. need to set the scene. This is so yeah. funny. And then... I was about 18. Flash forward less uh, 10 years... 10, 10 plus I know. One, 11 years. It, huh? I yeah, know. you could you could just swim in DDML. Yes, I could. Yes, I could. <laughs> but I probably do. <laughs> and then um, on social media, what is um, you can get involved? Yes, with, right. If yes, people can follow the Instagram account Esther Lauder Companies and use the hashtag Time to End Breast Cancer. And on that account, they can find out masses about the campaign. Excellent. I can see why they've had you for twenty five years on this. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's my passion. 
it's, you know, it's just become part of my life. It's been part of my son's life ever since he took his first breath. He's Really? Always, How so? Well, he's seen a sea of pink in mummy's wardrobes. He's known that every October I go off. He knows every April I come to a big gala. And he knows that throughout the year I'm always doing Q&As for magazines about breast cancer. Mm-hmm. He has pink product everywhere. It's just part of his life. He's come with me to light buildings pink. He helped oh, me that's... light Selfridges pink. He helped me light a beautiful building in India pink, wearing a little pink turban. He was very sweet. <laughs> it's part of his life. He'd be good at it. What's your favorite pink thing you own? <gasps> oh my God. I know. So I much. know. I mean, I have a room of pink clothes. I'm sure. You must, your closet must just be bursting. Well, you know, I was very lucky because um, Versace made me my Indian wedding dress, which was, and I had it in hot pink. And I've got that. In fact, and a few other people, Dior made me a beautiful dress for one of my Indian wedding parties. And I wore that that same year to the big hot pink party for breast cancer. So I think probably some of my long dresses, they're pretty special. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. So happy you came back to Thank chat with us. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you for all of your work. Thank you. Bye. It's time to raise a wand. And that's why I haven't said it in a while. I was like, maybe we should have warmed up before. Oh. Wow. <laughs> me, 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 me. All right, I, I'm done. That was all, all I right. had. What are you raising a wand well, to? If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out. <laughs> are you raising a wand yeah. to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of am. So my buddy, Corey Cambridge, has this great podcast called OPP, which uh, on the name alone, I think is awesome. It's called Other People's Podcast. And it's all about... Wait, and we're Fat Mascara where we think it's PH Fat and he's OPP. Yeah, exactly. We're going to start like a hip hop, like, Like early 90s. Why are we going back here? Okay, go Um, on. OPP. OPP. Oh, that podcast you were on. Yes. You were awesome. uh, Thank you. I was on it last month. Um, So you can listen to my episode. We'll link to that on our recap page. I hope you guys are going there, fatmascara.com. But it's just a great podcast because you get to learn about like what other people do in other people's podcasts. And and hello, that's the name. And I'm always looking for new stuff to listen to. And it's a good one. Yeah. If you guys have any other podcasts that you love to listen to, please let us know. Raise a wand to OPP and your episode. Yes. And you can hear about like more about like fat mascara and like how I love beauty and all that. I think we all will. And now... So what do you got? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You have a product? Yeah, and I brought it for show and tell. Oh, good. Oh, my God. I saw that thing. Okay. This is the... Luca likes it, too. This is Tracy Ellis Ross. We will let Luca speak after a few more weeks. But right now, we're just (laughs) breaking her in with bullying culture so she knows what she's getting into. Okay. So Tracy Ellis Ross (laughs) launched the line pattern, um, a line for curly-haired girls. I believe it's at Target. So the products are beautiful. I love the packaging. This is the spray bottle. Why am I okay? I, I thought that it was a first. I thought it was a salad mister. You okay. know those things. So I often use like a hair, like a wet, just like to refinish the top layer of my curls or waves. Um, also, I'm really into plants, as you know, and the plants like a nice humidity drink every yeah. now and then. They get sprayed. So I've had like a million spray bottles over the years. Are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead and squeeze the spray bottle. Okay. Like do one squirt. Okay. Should I put on my face or no? No, over oh, here. Okay. Ready? Oh, wait. Keep oh. going. Keep going. How does it do that? Well, it kind of just disappears, you mean? Like right it's after? like an aerosol. It's not, you can hold that thing down. Do you, it'll keep do you spraying refill like it with a mist. water? It's just water. There's no But when chemicals. you're done with it, do you refill it with water? It's, it's water in there right now. It's just for water. But like when you're done, can you refill it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I filled it with water. It was empty. So why would you do okay, this? Okay, so though? instead of a regular spray bottle where you can squeeze the handle and you get one pump and it finishes, I don't know how this works, but you hold the handle down and it almost aerosolizes the water. Yeah. And it keeps spraying. Look how much you can get out of one spray. That looks so like I something undid fun it. In the you summer. refill. It's just a water bottle. But see how it has this big 
a tube at the bottom. Yeah. Somehow it sucks up a ton of water so that you can keep misting and spraying way better than the old school like cleaning spray kind of squirter. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, I, it Isn't always comes out like a jet stream look at, look for me. Look at this. Look how I could spray. Oh. I just like it as an atomizer. Right? And it's just. It's nice. My plants like it too. I think that's. Yeah. I, it does kind of look like it's best like. Like well, a home product. I, yeah. It looks like a it home looks product, like a home not a beauty thing. product. But if you use water in your styling or to set your makeup or for your hair or you have plants like me, this is truly the best water spray bottle. And about how much is that? Do you know? Okay. So I just looked up how much it was yeah, to answer you. Pause. Turns out my pattern water bottle is a promotional item. <laughs> 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 this thing is not for sale. However, really Luke funny. is over here going, yeah. I've seen those. They're like, <laughs> they totally exist. So apparently you can buy a non-branded one. It's a special kind of atomizer water bottle. And we're going to put a link to one on Amazon. It's going to be like 10 bucks, right, Luca? Okay. It came up really quickly. So, I mean, if you want one that has the pattern logo on it, you can email Tracy Ellis Ross, I guess, and try and get Oh, my it. God. That's so funny. But if you like a nice water bottle, I'll tell you Or if, you, if, you're, if you're a plant gal. If you're a plant gal. Okay. Plant I'm mom? Sorry. Don't they All call right. them plant moms? I'm a plant mom. Okay. We'll put a link to something very similar so you can see what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> that was funny. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Fat Mascara is produced by our friends at Atwell Media. You can check out our website, fatmascara.com, for episode recaps, product recommendations, and discount codes. And if you want to reach us directly, email us at info at fatmascara.com, or you can follow us on social at fatmascara, shoot us a DM, and we'd love if you went over to iTunes and threw us a rating. How many stars? Five. Five, please. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp. 
something we learned about on a recent episode, and all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.